Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast, brought to you by the Hot Take Hot Box. My name is Matt McSweeney. I am joined by Ty Capone. Ty, we are talking about a UFC fight night from the Apex. What number is this? I think we're 70 82. 82? Great. Uh, <laughs> listen, guys, I love the UFC. <laughs> I do. I mean that from the bottom of my, of my heart. But this shit has gotten so out of hand at this point that I am not going to sit. I used to sit at home and watch all of these cards. I cannot do it anymore. I will be like checking in and out of this one, and I, I will go back and watch them after so I have something to talk about on this podcast like I always do. But, Ty, this is a bad one, man. Yeah, this is a really bad one. This um, might, I mean, what, didn't we just talk about this? The Brazil card was bad, but at least it had the whole Brazilian flavor to it, prospects and stuff like that. This It is ended just, up being better than we thought, I think. But, um, yeah, what is this? What would you call this? Filth. This is a uh, Bellator PFL-ish card. This is more PFL than anything else. Yeah. If Which, this was a way, PFL card, we would not even be talking about this. So it looks like there are four. Let's see if there's more. Four ranked fighters on this card, and two of them are Kibos um, and Pinheiro, which are, you know, they're at a weak Fake. women's, <laughs> women's strawweight division. Uh, both my girls, right? Pat's a, that's a pants around the ankles fight for sure. Shout out. Uh, Maybe would you say the ankles or the or the shins? I I have no opinion on that matter. I will <laughs> <laughs> I will just strictly say that Amanda Hebos is a fraud, and so yeah. I, and I don't trust Alana Pinheiro either. So I, I don't another know. fraud. I mean, I, I just fraud. watched Amanda Hebos get destroyed by Macy Barber. So yeah, I, I we're gonna ha- we're gonna Barber. go through this whole car, ladies and gentlemen. We have fourteen fights. We will hope to make this as quick as possible, but. Early on, I'd like to make a few announcements and disclaimers. One disclaimer, do not bet this card, all right? If you have any money, do not bet it. But if you have, if you are like us and you are degenerate and you like to wager, this fight, this fight start, or this card starts at 2 o'clock. This will be a nice little uh, afternoon special here to kind of get you through to the to the nighttime, to the nightcap. Because sure. when does the main card the start here? Uh, what I was like... Five, probably five or six. I would imagine. Right. right? I, I'm not. I don't I think the prelims will probably be two, three. If the hours. prelims. I mean, if there's really 14 fights on here, if the topology is correct, then yeah, yeah five o'clock. We're gonna be here for a while. I mean, there. The, the good thing about watching this will be uh, that they will not be wasting your time with a lot of uh, video packages and things of that well, nature. It will be right to business. Yeah. There's not shit to talk about about anybody. They will uh, be well. They will be dragging guys out by their heels, just pulling them out of the octagon instead of getting uh, medical officials in there. And they they will just be playing the whole music and the you know, all right, Chris Leroy Duncan against. You're like, holy shit, that guy's still dead in the octagon. But yeah, uh, roll another out. thing, scoop him up. I'd like to say style. If we are the Hot Take Hotbox, we would be remiss if we didn't say we showing our support and love to Snoop Dogg at this time as he has given up the smoke. You know, he's decided he's going to walk away from the game. Uh, you know, more more power, peace, and love to you, Snoop, the patron. What do you think? One of the patron uh, fathers of this podcast. What do you think? A passing of the torch moment to Wiz Khalifa? 
Uh, I, I, I mean, maybe. You, right? I, I saw a video of uh, Wiz Khalifa opening up a shoebox that was filled with pre-rolls already. So uh, I, he's still getting That's, after it. I, I yeah. Wiz Khalifa was way cooler when I was in high school than he uh, is now because uh, I still follow him on some stuff, and I had to just unfollow him. He's either kickboxing against Jay Glazer or he's, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, smoking a copious amount of marijuana. So. Basically, which uh, and, and the music does. isn't uh, the music don't hit the same anymore. I'll say that I still yeah, listen to the old sure. shit. Uh, but I'm an old man now. But rolling papers one. Sheesh. Another thing, Shakur Stevenson, boring, boring fight last night. I uh, tried to watch it. Gave you know Thursday night fights. I like the fact that it was on a Thursday after Love football it. and everything. It was uh, it was nice. Saw Ar- Ariel Hawani come uh, complaining and crying about how late it was. Of course, uh, but that's Ariel Hawani. He is a crybaby at this point. So. Uh, and that's pretty much it, though, Ty. So, um, any other? Uh, did I miss anything from the uh, week that we could kind of? Um, I guess we can kindly, uh, kind of quickly go through just a little bit of boxing, if you would like. Sure. Floyd Mayweather, John Gotti are, uh, yeah, they're back. Rematch, Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> um, that's gonna happen. as if as if we didn't already know what was going to happen the first time. An openly racist descendant of John Gotti. And his entire family. Didn't his sister say she was going to literally like kill Floyd's daughter? Yes. Okay. And she then she called him. A, she called her a word. She called them all words that I can't. We cannot repeat. So okay. that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. There's going to be you know wherever this takes place. I'm sure they're going to have commit um, security out to ass. Well, um, you know the money team will be there. <laughs> the money team will be there no matter what. They got some big big mofos on their side for sure. Um, but yes, yeah, does Shakur Stevenson uh, becoming a three division champ in a nine fight span uh, impress you at all? Um, I think, I think he that, did, that accolade the... itself is impressive. Yes, but I do. I mean, watching him fight, he I would say uh, take this as a compliment if you want, but he is the most like Floyd fighter that probably exists in uh, boxing. Now I, I don't know about like not obviously not as good, but I'm saying the style wise. He really yeah. is a like uh, hit and do not be hit kind of guy. He, it's boring. I'm not gonna lie. Most of his most of his fights that I've seen have you know. I mean, some of them obviously he's gonna knock people out, but he's he's due for one of those big time uh, fights that where it's a name versus name, and we get to see who's better. Kind of like Bud Crawford and Errol Spence. Like it's it's got to happen at some point. I think he's inching that way. Maybe not there next, but it's like we're we're right there. Well, funny enough, Frank Martin and Vasily Lomachenko turned down this fight, so I think they are um, they are not to be excused or absolved of any kind of criticism. That's true. Um, Devin Haney offered him twenty five percent, which I still uh, his tweet last night about he should have offered him ten percent. That was good. That was good. I, I, I hate to kick Shakur when he's down, and not not that he's necessarily down, but uh, like we talked about earlier, when you when you have a bad performance as a as a top boxer, you're going to hear about it, and you're going to hear about it for a long time. Shout out to Jamel Charlo. Um, and people so, were booing. Like it was like it was very apparent. It was boring. Like it, it was, was boring. Even the guy on the, doing the scorecards was like, "Yeah, other than this being boring, this is a real one-sided fight." And it was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" I was he rarely did yeah. he say that shit on the broadcast. I will say also, sorry to cut you off, but um, Joe Tessitore, incredible. I love that yeah. man calling a boxing match. He's great. Not as good doing football, but I think he's fine. No, I agree. You know, uh, but yeah, he's he's you know uh, one of the better boxing guys. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think Shakur had a plus 20.3 plus minus rating, which I believe is, uh, based off strikes landed and absorbed. And the only ones who, uh, who have ever had that kind of rating are Floyd and Lomachenko. So yeah. 
good company, but also, you know, this, he's kind of like a, a less polished version of those guys, right? We haven't seen him. We haven't seen him test it at all. So it, it would be really nice if somebody, you know, like if Devin Haney didn't disgrace, disgracefully offer him a 75-25 split, which I guess now isn't that bad of an offer. But And he probably should have taken it, Shakur. Because, listen, all you got to do is win one fight against one name. And uh, that'll you're the man. That'll really that'll really elevate. I feel like he's going to be a fighter that fights up and down to his competition. Sometimes, uh, sometimes early in Errol Spence's career, he would kind of do the same thing. So, yeah, he's still still maturing. I think he's still trying to find his right weight class. I think he probably will settle in a uh, welterweight, maybe uh, maybe not welterweight, uh, 140, 135 eventually. But yeah, I mean, not a great. Just not a great look. Uh, he's at 135. I'm sorry. He, I think he might settle at welterweight eventually, but uh, the co-main, I think, <laughs> so it, it wasn't really a great night for top rank. I think they were trying to set it up with Navarrete in the co-main, and he's kind of had a tough, tough uh, weight cut um, pretty much every time at 130. So I think they're going to, at least the plan is, to give him to um, Shakur Stevenson. Maybe not next, but eventually. But uh, he fought to a draw against Hobson Concesial, pretty good fighter. Um, he's lost to Shakur and Oscar Valdez, two of the best. Um, he knocked, never had to knock him down twice, and that's yeah. really what saved him. So, yeah, Emiliano Vargas, son of Fernando Vargas, he's like 19, got another knockout. He's going to be nasty. I think he's like 10-0 and 0 or 8-0. You know, again, only 19. Uh, other than that, no, I mean, the boxing world's – so the IBF stripped Bud Crawford after five months for not fighting Jerron oh, wow. Ennis. Because he has to fight Errol Spence, who the IBF only gave one mandatory to, Errol Spence, that is, in five years when he was the champion. So, so I don't really understand that Jamal Charlo hasn't fought in 28 months. Uh, he still has the belt. Canelo, Canelo does what he wants. Tyson Fury's never active. So I guess, you know, the IBF just makes things up, right? Because the WBC lets their guys do what they want. The WBA blatantly just corrupt. So, <laughs> Boots... Who, poor Jerron Ennis, he can't get a fight, and now he he gets an, he, he becomes like the email status champ, right? That's what they call it. They they send you an email and say, "Hey, you're the champion." Like that's you know what does that do that's for him? Never is yeah. It's just it's sad. So IBF just wants to pretty much give give Boots a fight against Ocampo, and then they want to get a sanctioning fee and just capitalize. That's that's all these people want to do. So uh, they also said they're going to do the same thing to to Usyk and Fury when that fight starts. Uh, the champion of the IBF no longer. They're going to give that to Philip Hergovich. So, how does that and, and make then, sense? I don't. I don't know. You can pretty much do what you want as a as a sanctioning body. And then obviously the news of the Anthony Joshua Otto Valine fight. Apparently the winner of that is going to get Hergovich, who is taking the belt from Usyk and Fury what? without fighting them. Yeah, I, I try to follow along. I'm, I'm trying my best here, but yeah, yeah Wilder also Usyk on Fury. That part. Right, Wilder's also on there against uh, was it Joseph Parker, and he's gonna. I mean, he's just he's gonna slaughter that poor guy. They're putting names on that card, which I get. Like, <laughs> it was the last targeted date for the Saudis and their Riyadh season, right? Shut up. Um, I guess that was that was the last date they said, "Hey, we we need fights, so give us something." And uh, there's like twelve different uh, promotions. I wonder how much money they're making. Off That's that. like <laughs> well, they're not. They're losing money. They lost a bunch of money. Uh, what was the last fight? The the Ngannou Fury fight. They they apparently lost a fuck ton of money, but they don't care. Oh no no, I meant to... I meant like the uh, like the the boxers and like the promotions. Yeah, like there, there's no way these oh, people I mean, in Saudi Arabia are making any money. No, no one's no, going to this stuff. Any... <laughs> They're paying Eminem <laughs> and all these other people to show up. Like yeah, 
this paying is Mike Tyson to train hemorrhaging Francis. Money. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, 12 promotions coming in. It's, it's Queensbury, which it's such a joke. Frank Warren is just a joke. Top rank, match room, uh, everybody. I, I think Anthony, um, Deontay Wild, Bomb, Bomb Squad promotions. Uh, Dimitri Bevel is randomly on just on this card against Lyndon Arthur. He's going to smoke that guy. Daniel Dubois is fighting Jarrell Big Baby Miller, who's probably, I, I mean, he has to be like minus 5,000 to fail a drug test. So we'll see about that. <laughs> well, and then Philip Herger. That's true. That's true. But Philip Hergovich also on the main card. He's fighting uh, Mark DeMori. He's going to smoke that guy. Um, our boy, Arslan Beck Mahmudov. He's already fighting again. He's on this card. Frank Sanchez is also on this card fighting Junior Fa, uh, which, you know, uh, uh, yeah, that's, it, it's, it's, it's just kind of names, right? It's names and they're all going to be there and they're fighting and maybe it's going to set up something in the future. Apparently Joshua Wilder's next. We'll see. I will say, though, Ty, it's kind of a UFC-ish feel to it because it kind of has a lot of names and big fights on there. And whether they live up to the, you know, like whatever. But usually boxing events are one good fight, uh, maybe a half of a good fight, and then the rest are just guys you've never heard yeah, of before. So Exactly. At least these are names, right? Like like you said, Jarrell Big Baby Miller still technically undefeated, right? He, used to, he was supposed to fight Wilder, I think. Uh, or Joshua, I forget which one. I think Joshua. And he failed, like, he, he tested positive for, like, 16 different banned supplements <laughs> um, yeah, he's failed, and then he failed. Another, he failed. He's failed like fifteen drug tests in his, in his career. He used to kickbox, uh, undefeated. He talks a lot of. He showed up to the AJ um, Wilder, Waleen Parker press conference. He was there for whatever reason. He was just talking heavy shit to uh, Joshua and Wilder. So <laughs> maybe he's in for a big payday, or maybe he's going to fail another test. I don't know. Boxing is uh, is boxing. Can I ask you a question now? Why wouldn't sure? Uh, Wilder and Joshua just fight each other. Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> but like, it's a very good question. And- why, why didn't Spence and Crawford fight until their mid thirties? Uh, you know, I think with this situation, they want to they want to kind of get them both a little bit active, right? Listen, Anthony Joshua has been active. Nobody else is active in the heavyweight division. Not Fury. Not Wilder. Um, not Usyk. Yeah. Not anyone. Anyone. So. Um, uh, uh, Andy Ruiz after the, the, um, Joshua fight, he did, he's done nothing, nothing except just tweet like, Hey, I won $20 million. Like, yeah, so do I, bud. But yeah, I, you know, I guess they kind of want to get wilder back. They want to, they want to put this whole thing together and then target something. I, I don't think they're going to go back to Saudi for the jo- Joshua wilder. I think that you have to put that at, at Wembley. Um, and I think Eddie Hearn's just kind of waiting for the right time. As, as listen, I don't agree, but I think it, I, you know, it doesn't make sense. I, I can't say I agree, but I guess that's just kind of how they're how they're uh, approaching it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've kind of gotten a little bit into the boxing. Uh, I mean, the the fun thing about uh, boxing is. is from not being a huge fan of it is kind of following the little politics that go on behind the scenes and just seeing the different, like it's, it blows my mind how like easily some of these guys can skate through their careers without having a serious fight. Then they're 33 and oh, and they get absolutely cooked because they're fighting the yeah. first guy that's actually on their level in their life. Yeah. So pretty much, um, but yeah, it's going to be a good end of the year for boxing. So you're, you're, you're jumping on the right time. Um, uh-huh. Showtime's done in a, in a week or two weeks. No, uh, fuck. Next Saturday. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I don't know where we at are in the week, in the year, in the day. Who I knows? Don't, but next Saturday, not this Saturday, Benavidez, Andre, that's going to be a great fight. Um, Adrian Broner is getting back in the ring in December. Goddamn. If you're uh, interested. Ryan Garcia 
is taking a I'm not so cooked. tune up. A not <laughs> that's uh, one of the best pieces of uh, media <laughs> ever. Regis Prograde, Devin Haney, early December. Robesi oh, wow. Ramirez in December. Uh, Jake Paul is back in December. I know, but I had to mention him. Do you Jesse know that Rodriguez guy he's is fighting? Sorry, to cut you off, I do not. No, I've never Andre August that. seems like a fake name. I feel yeah. like he's not a real person. So I guess we'll see if uh, you know KSI steps in or something. Uh, but Anthony Josh, we're getting that card on, uh, right before Christmas, right after Christmas. Naya Inouye fights Marlon Tapalis. That should be a good fight. So we're ending the year on some, you know, with some really good fights. Honestly, I think what we have scheduled for 2024, at least for now, should be good too. So that's about uh, all the boxing wrap we have. We are looking forward to it. Uh, do you care at all about the Bellator card tonight? Do you care at all about the fact that Usman Nurmagomedov got popped for uh, using some sort of banned substance and he's out for six months and had to relinquish yeah. his spot in the Grand Prix? So maybe you know, all of those Russians are rats and they're all on the juice, but who knows? Apparently, listen, listen. Ali, Ali said it's a misunderstanding. So oh, I uh, think uh, I, uh, no, uh, my bad. Sorry, I even brought it up. <laughs> my bad, Ali. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. What, that guy's as dirty as it gets. But I'm kind of Co- um, uh, Kobayashi's kind of fighting on this card, by the way. <laughs> Takeru Kobayashi. Uh, Isao. So Isao. Isao. All right. Isao Kobayashi. Uh, I think, honestly, the main card should be pretty good. I think Patricky Pitbull's in for a, a world of trouble against Alexander Chablis. Uh, AJ McKee, Sydney Outlaw, yeah, that sucks now. But, you know, it'll be fun to see McKee. Stop Sabatella running back. I mean, I hope it's not as boring as the first one. But it's three rounds, so we'll see how that goes. Patchy Mix, really excited to see Patchy Mix. I think he's one of the best 135ers in the world. I think Sergio Pettis, it's kind of crazy how he's uh, resurged, right, the last couple of years, career resurgence after leaving the UFC. But... He's up against it. Patchy yeah. Mix is a fucking killer. Um, his only loss coming to, I think it was Juan Archuleta. That was a couple years ago. He's been he's been just demolishing folks. Your boy James Gallagher, Don't, he didn't stand a chance against him. So. Yo, every time I think of Patchy Mix, I think of him sending him to the shadow realm, dude. Patchy Mix. Yeah. Him. <laughs> yeah, and Patchy Mix gets to go home to uh, Tatiana Suarez. So he's, he's really winning right now. Uh, it's been a good year, good couple years for him. And then in the main event, you have Yaroslav Amosov. Jason Jackson has done pretty well. I think he's kind of been like a big underdog in some of these uh, six-fight winning streak, I believe. Uh, Amosov, he's, uh, he's a scary guy. He's I think comes to the UFC, he'd be top 10, maybe top 5 at 170, honestly. He's, you know, he beat Logan Storley the first time. He's like a four-time All-American from uh, Minnesota. Uh, Out-wrestled in the second fight, he just he, he ran through him. He didn't finish him. He hasn't been getting finishes, but he, he ran through Logan Storley, man. Beat Douglas Lima easily. Uh, shut down the Ed Ruth hype train when that when that was a thing. So Yaroslav Alasov is a, also fought in a war in, in the middle of all this. He said, you know, I'm going to fight in this war, and then I'm going to come back and fight Storley again and run through him even worse than the first time. So that's, that's a scary guy, 27-0. Uh, excited to see him fight. So that's Bellator. Now we should move it on to UFC Vegas what? 82. 82. 82, 82, 82, 80 poo, you could call it, if you're trying to be disrespectful. I am, 80 poo, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Main event is Brendan Allen, uh, Brendan All-In Allen to all of you people out there against Paul Bearjew Craig. So uh, that's what we're working with. Uh, Paul Craig is a, I I still have fucking uh, Bellator odds up, so I have to scroll up a little bit. Minus 450. Uh, a favorite for Brendan Allen, I should say. Brendan Allen is the favorite, ladies and gentlemen. Paul Craig, 
big time underdog at plus three fifty. Seemingly the only way he gets a victory here <laughs> is a <laughs> a prayer submission from the bottom. It seems that's just the uh, right away the look, and it seems like the only way Paul Craig really wins unless he just takes people down and starts just smashing them. He is at 85. I think that is important to note because he did look pretty good in that Andre Muniz fight. I don't want to take that away from him. It was his 85 debut, 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 and I the debut. And I think the main thing that we took away from that last fight was that Andre Muniz looked horrible. I don't really think it was necessarily a well. We were like, wow, look how good Paul Craig is. I mean, Paul Craig looked better at 85 than I thought he was going to, but. Ty, I, I think you'll agree with me when saying I think this Brendan Allen fight is just a little bit different in uh, skill level, I would say. I mean, Brendan Allen fought Andre Muniz and smashed him as well. So uh, I don't see uh, I don't see Brendan Allen really running into a huge amount of trouble. The reach is only one inch. I mean, like this, it's not he's not going to have like a huge size advantage in this fight, Paul Craig, being the guy that's going down in weight. He's, he's only one inch bigger and you know, one inch reach, so... I just don't see how Paul Craig... Brendan Allen has pretty good striking. I think he's going to be fine if it stays standing. I probably think he will keep it staying standing for the most part. I don't think you really want to play around in Paul Craig's guard. So uh, I got Brendan Allen. I just don't... I haven't really seen the odds for the uh, inside the distance, so I don't want to make a uh, determination yet. Inside the distance is minus 280. I probably would just stay away from this, to be honest. Yeah, I think... I don't know if there's anything really to bet here. Um... I guess unless you're on Mr. Uh, Paul Craig, yeah. you want to bet him by sub. I guess why not, right? He's kind of done done that his whole career, but I don't know. He does look good at 185, but I think you know Brendan Allen's probably more physical. Um, I think he's going to have a, a strength advantage, a size advantage here. Um, let's see how Paul Craig's reach real quick. Yeah. So I just think – I think the problem with uh, Brendan Allen striking is his defense more than his offense. I think he has some pretty good hands, and I think he has some pretty good kicks. He keeps getting better. Um, his losses, he always – it's crazy. He's 10-2 in the UFC, and his two losses are Sean Strickland and Chris Curtis. I think both of those have aged well. Um, you know, he did, get, he did get finished by both. So um, I think he did used to have a reputation to be kind of like a quitter. Maybe he was like a gas bag, but I think that's more like Andre Muniz. He's a gas bag, right? So <laughs> yeah. Um, he actually has a pretty pretty good uh, strength of schedule. I mean, he beat Aaron Jeffrey on the Contender Series, who's in uh, Bellator. Yeah, he's pretty he good. He beat Kevin Holland. Finished Kevin Holland. Um, beat Kyle Dawkins. Beat, beat um, finished Andre Muniz. And then he finished Bruno Silva quickly. Um, and then again, like he, like I said, he fought Strickland and Chris Curtis. And, you know, ended up getting finished, but I think he, uh, he held his own pretty well. Again, both of those wins have aged well. Sean Strickland's a champion. Um, and Paul Craig, yeah, I just think, I think Brendan Allen, all in all, he's gotten better. He's still getting better. Um, he has good kicks. He's a black belt. I think he has that smothering wrestling game. I think he could neutralize Paul Craig. I don't think he wants to fuck around because Paul Craig has a tight, tight grip. You know, he's kind of like a Venus flytrap. As soon as he gets you, you're fucked. <laughs> you know, ask Jamal Hill. Uh, he tried punching Paul Craig with his broken arm, which is kind of yeah. crazy, but, um, yeah, I just think, you know, it's hard to bet on Paul Craig because he plays on his back a lot. He, you know, he's been chin-checked multiple times. Now he's moving <laughs> down to division. Yeah. So, I don't, you know, that's at the best for your chin. Um, in theory, I guess you're fighting guys who hit who don't hit as hard. But Brendan Allen hits hard, man. You know, I, I know he's a world-class striker, but 
Um, I really think he has come a long way from when he used to fight, when he you know tried striking out with Sean, Sean Strickland and got just pieced up. Same with Chris Curtis, but and then he this you know Paul Craig is neither of those guys. He's you know he doesn't even have Bruno Silva striking. So yeah, I, I don't. I guess maybe if you want to take a shot, it's like Paul Craig sub or uh, Brendan Allen TKO. Maybe if you think, but I think Brendan Allen had three three fights in a row with a rear naked choke. Four of his last uh, four of his last five. So I think that's probably what he's going to do: try to ground a pound, ground a pound, and then open him up, take his back. Uh, he might honestly get a ground pound. I think that could be a sneaky play. But I think if he beats up. Paul Craig, we can see Paul Craig. Has Paul Craig ever been? Uh, I been believe he right? Yeah, yeah. I think he's been submitted a couple times. No, just once. Oh, it was. Really? Um, I feel like it was in the UFC, though, wasn't it? Jimmy Crute, Camortum, right. the very end of that fight. So and again, that's when he was tired. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if Brendan Allen really wears on him, which I think he can do with that style he has. And again, the weight cut, I, maybe it's maybe it's fine. But I think maybe the, the longer this fight goes, it's probably not good for Paul Craig. Uh, Sean's. Um, not Sean. Brennan Allen has not gone. I don't think either guy have entered the fourth or fifth. I don't think any of them have gone that far. But Brennan Allen has, I think, a better gas tank. I'll say so. He's my pick. I'm not going to bet anything. I don't think. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah. All right, let's hear it. Uh, you, I believe you called it a sneaky play, and I, it was the thir- first thing I thought and saw when uh, I thought my laptop just froze. So that's why I just stopped. <laughs> everything just stopped moving. Stop but. TKO is plus 125. It's it's what I saw on here. Submission is plus 150. You can get it as high as 230, which I do like as well. But but I, I'll be honest. I just see Paul Paul Craig going down. At some point, he's going to get hit on the feet, or if he gets taken down, he just does not take shots well. I've seen this man sit on his back and get his head bounced off the canvas. I think... I think it's the night that Brendan Allen gets his second TKO in the UFC, and it's going to be a plus 125 hit for the boys. So there we go. There is my play, Allen TKO plus 125. We keep it moving. Ty, this is a pretty good fight right here. Josh, or geez, Josh Matthews. Jake Matthews. I got I to gotta get myself all worked up. You people don't know. My dog was just freaking out downstairs, so I got to get reset yeah. down here. Sam with the first round TKO. Sam with the first round TKO. We got Jake Matthews. Michael Morales. Michael Morales, we have both kind of been fans of, at least, uh, in the prospect game. He's 15-0. and 0. I think the last time he was out there was one of his better performances, even though he didn't knock the guy out. He was kind of in trouble. He kind of got pushed to the limit by Max Griffin, who... Max Griffin, okay, not that great, but he is a sort of just the ultimate UFC vet where it, it's not an easy night out anytime you fight a guy like that. It's kind of going to be similar in this, this fight, you, you would say, right, Ty? I mean... The only thing with Jake Matthews that worries me in this fight is that he doesn't really take a shot well. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, and I think he's going to get hit at some point and, and hurt probably. So uh, I don't know. Minus 300 for Michael Morales plus 260 to 250 for Jake Matthews. What do you like here? Do you like anything? Is Morales inside the distance plus 105, 100 intriguing? Uh, what, what could we really bet here? I guess that, I mean... KO or TKO seems kind of obvious. I think he's going to knock him down, hurt him, and then then polish him off. I mean, Jake Matthews doesn't doesn't have a good chin. I I have bet on Jake Matthews at times in his career, but man, if you look at his you know his uh, his record, it's not great, um, or at least his strength of schedule. I mean, look at his wins. His last couple wins have been Darius Flowers, Andre Fialo, Diego Sanchez, Emil Weber, Meek, uh, Rostam Akman. I don't even. I, I honestly don't even remember him. Shinsho Ansai, don't remember him. 
Um, Bojan Velikovic, don't remember him. Johnny Case, definitely don't remember him. And uh, Akbar Ariola, yeah. Like I, yeah, I feel I like these names were made up. <laughs> yeah. Akbar, listen, Akbar Ariola, that's his name. Yeah, that sounds very weird. He, he's Spanish, though. He is a Mexican gentleman. El Caballero, yeah. Uh, so I think that just, again, Johnny Case, that's the most AI generated name ever. Deshaun Johnson, Wagner Rocha, all of his wins, I've heard of none of them. Yeah. Almost. That's crazy. But he has been around for a while. Uh, I think he's a good grappler. I think he's strong, but it seems like his durability is, is shit. His chin is shit. And it seems like his IQ is just not good, right? Like when he fights a, a very well thought out and good fight, he looks pretty good, but. You know, he's only done it against low competition, and he, he, he doesn't do it often. He's very inconsistent. Um, I just – I don't know if he has any edge here. I think Michael Morales, you know, the only worry about him is he's kind of a slow starter, kind of lets guys stay in the fight, right? Yeah. I think maybe eventually – he hasn't lost yet. So I think we're, when, we, when he does lose, it's going to be, a, you know, it's going to be a bad one. It's going to be a fight he probably should have won, and he, he's going to lose. He's going to gas out and get, like, hurt or something. Going to get himself caught. But that's – I don't think it's going to happen here, man. I think he has so much power here. He's more of a dog than Jake Matthews. I think he's going to smoke Jake Matthews, honestly. Maybe not right away. I think maybe it's going to be like a slow build, like second or third round. But uh, I think as soon as he feels his power, Jake Matthews, he's, I think he's going to go down. So he got knocked down three times against Semmelsberger. Uh, I don't think Michael Morales is going to let him off the hook like uh, like he did. So, yeah, I like him inside the distance. Uh, should we do TKO? Maybe there's going to be a sub. I don't know. Yeah, TKO is plus 135, 130, and... The inside the distance is plus one hundred five. I don't know if that's enough to for me to kind of, not, you know, not have that option for a submission. I, I don't know how many he's only got one sub on his record, and I doubt it's going to be against Jake Matthews. So yeah, he's a good grappler. So yeah, I like TKO. Let's do it. I'll take TKO. How about that? Yeah, uh, I'll be that's upset right, if baby. it doesn't go our way. But yeah, uh, plus one thirty five. I, mean, I, I can't see him letting Jake Matthews off the hook, and I can't see Jake Matthews. Matthews going the whole fight without getting hit. Even if he takes him down, I think Michael Morales is solid on the ground. I think Michael Morales is strong. I think he can work his way up. Um, so we'll see. It's gonna be, I think this might be an ugly fight. Not ugly in a bad way. I think it just might get kind of, you know, who's going to be a bigger dog here down the stretch. If it gets extended. I don't think either guy are really hoping or banking that it does get extended. Yeah. You know, I think both guys want to get, get a quick finish, but we'll see. I think it's going to be an interesting fight. I know a lot of people are shitting on it for being a co-main. But I think it's oh, fine. I, I really yeah, like. I don't mind it. I I like these kind of fights. I like when you get a prospect like this. Like it's somebody that I view highly in Michael Morales. So I I just want to see him fight. It doesn't matter really who it's against. Jake Matthews is like the perfect next logical step for someone like him. So we got next Jordan Levitt, baby. Jordan Levitt. That is the Monkey King. He's fighting Chase Hooper, who you guys all know. If you anybody who listens to this podcast on a regular basis, and I, uh, I adore you out there, ladies and gentlemen, all the the loyal fan out there, the one singular person. Or I'm just fucking around, but there are more. There's more than one person that listens to this podcast. But the dream Chase Hooper, you know, we hate him, absolutely hate him. I can't stand him. Hate when he fights. Fade him every time. But I got to be honest, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. I want to really badly. He's a minus two hundred favorite, which in any situation, that's wow. instant fade fade alert. But I I just don't think. I mean, I think this is probably going to be a like just a large scale jujitsu match with some punching involved. 
I think this is going to be a lot of grappling, a lot of rolling on the ground. And I just don't know if there's anything that I really feel comfortable betting other than maybe fight goes to decision, which is probably favored anyway. So, Yeah, I don't know, man. This is like uh, this is something we didn't want to see at all, I think. If there was somebody Nobody said, was clamoring you, for this fight. Would you want to see Jordan Levitt chase Super Me? And you would be like, absolutely not. Take my head off first. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, we've I think we've counted out Chase Super uh, too often, right? Um, but... I don't know. <laughs> he, looked he looked pretty looks good better. the last time. He looked better at 135, I will say, but he, he was taken down a couple times by Nick Fiore, who is, is not good, I will say. And um, not that I think taking down Chase Super is the best strategy, but I think it, it's, you know, he's, he's pretty skinny still. He's not that strong. He does have his grown man strength. Still born in 99, so he's still, still young. Um, and I think he's definitely not somebody who has great durability. Not that I think Jordan Lovett does it either, but I think Jordan Lovett's last couple fights have been good. Uh, Steve Garcia just smacking Chase Hooper around the octagon was not good. Um, he did get a good win over Felipe Kolaris, showed off his uh, striking, actually got a TKO, RIP, Mr. Kolaris, but... That's crazy. Uh, he wasn't able to... Yeah, he wasn't able to finish Fiori. Lovett, at least in his last fight, I, I don't rate Victor Martinez that highly at all, but... Um, he did have a pretty good contender series fight and he Levitt got Victor Martinez out of there. Uh, Levitt also got a win over Matt, Trey Ogden. Again, not the best fighter in the world, but beat him has finishes that slam finish. I just watched the video of the other day. And that was crazy when he slammed Matt Wyman asleep. Um, and then that Patty Pimble fight, you know, he got finished and he got beat, but I think he was in it, you know, kind of in the fight, right? I don't know if he was winning at all, but I think he was kind of in it. The strike, Totals, the uh, the numbers weren't that bad. He took Patty down a couple times, but um, man, I don't know. Are we gonna go? Uh, we're gonna go Jordan Levitt here. I think we are. I'm going Jordan Levitt money line plus one seventy five. Uh, I yeah, I think we got to do it. I can never get out of my head. Hit that. I know it was three years ago, and I know Chase Hooper is much better than he was then. But him almost losing to Peter Barrett is something I can never forgive him for. And he he'll hooked him at the very end of the fight, but he, he was getting beat up. And he was losing. He was losing. It's to just, Peter Barrett. To Peter Barrett. And for I mean, Jordan Levitt's not bad. He's not horrible. You know, he's not great, but he is yeah, not a Claudio Puelas wasn't good. But no, but I just you know that that's that's what it, if he's gonna lose, it could look something like that though because uh, Chase Hooper has a weird game like that, and I really do think a good bet here minus one twenty fight goes to decision. I am not going to take that, though, but I just think that is, if I was pointing something out, I think this fight goes the distance. Uh, I just like Jordan Levitt here, and I think uh, Chase Hooper is going to get taken down. I think Jordan Levitt's ground game, and he's kind of a smothering sort of guy. He's not, it's not exactly easy to get up when he takes you down, it feels like. but uh, it, it seems like they both play guard, and they're both, like, Jordan Levitt's a pretty good grappler in his own right, but I feel like he plays guard a lot. Chase Hooper plays guard a lot. But Chase Hooper's not good at winning rounds, right? No. I think Levitt has, you know, he's got some finishes and he, he's beaten some guy. He he's edged out fights. So I don't know. I really, um, it's not going to be great. It's going to be a sweat. It's not going to be fun to watch. I'm sure it's going to be a meme, a meme fest. But let's see. Let's see if George, if Chase Hooper takes off or if um, I think we're I think we got a good line here at plus one seventy five. You putting it on the card? Yep. Love it. Absolutely love it. And we and then now- we're twerk. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll be twerking my cheek somewhere when this fight goes down. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, 
Peyton Talbot, it'll be a pants around the ankle situation for everyone around yeah. me uh, at that point. <laughs> so we got Peyton Talbot. So I'm sorry, Ty. That's right. You uh, you work with Peyton Talbot, don't you? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he he just got done fighting Reyes Cortez. He's fighting Nick. Uh, what, how do you say this gentleman's name? Nick Aguirre. 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 Looks like Aguirre, but Now who knows? Aguirre. Whatever it is, that's who he's fighting. He is coming off of a loss to Dan Argetta. That's not good. They got smoked. That's not good. Uh, it's just not good. Peyton Talbot's coming off of a win. I mean, do we even have? Why is this fight this high up on the card? Who knows? They think Peyton Talbot's the truth. He's minus seven fifty to Nick Aguirre's plus five hundred. I probably am going to stay away from this. You don't believe in Peyton the Dick Bandit Talbot? I mean, I probably do, but I just don't see how I can bet this. Inside the distance is minus 110 here on uh, DraftKings. That is not his nickname, by the way. Um, I had a feeling. <laughs> so I think he was um, close to getting Reyes Cortez out of there a couple times, especially late in the fight. But uh, Junior, I think his nickname is, is not good. He lost to Christian Rodriguez in the Contender Series, which not nothing wrong with that, but he also lost to a 3-4 and four fighter in LFA. Uh, but all, most of his wins by decision, so... Not good. I remember watching that fight, and uh, yeah, I mean he uh, he put it on him. He um, it seems like his output is very good, very active. Kind of turns up as the fight gets extended. Good pace, but he's very hittable. And I think he can kind of be controlled by bigger, stronger, better guys. Um, I don't like his frame. I don't like his strike. Like some of his striking, his striking defense, especially. Um, he hasn't lost yet, so I can't wait for that that loss. He's kind of a junkyard dog. So I, and Nick Aguirre, I never thought Nick Aguirre was really that good. He had good Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but not really a good wrestler. And uh, he fought Dan Argetta on short notice. He got dominated. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to stay away from this fight. Too many unknowns. Um, I don't think either guy is really good at yeah. all. I don't think Nick Aguirre is going to win many fights in the UFC, um, if any. And I don't think Peyton Talbot's going to win that many. But they like Peyton Talbot. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I think Talbot wins. I think you might even be able to finish him late, but um, yeah, I'm staying away. Yeah, I agree with. I, he might be able to finish him late. I'm just not gonna mess around with this. I don't know enough about either guy to really have faith in this. So, uh, Amanda Hebos, Luana Pinheiro. Uh, what is who's ranked where here? I know, I know Hebos is close Pinheiro's to the top nine? ten. What? Jesus. <laughs> Amanda Hebos is minus two fifty to uh, Luana's plus two hundred. Minus 240, plus 200. I don't know if I said that correctly, but didn't sound right coming out of my mouth. Luana only has one loss, and that was back in the day to Chris. How the fuck do you Mockfer? Macefer? Whatever. Um, Doesn't seem like a, a real person again. Seems like a, a generic <laughs> 2K character that you would be some guy who comes up and talks to you in the locker room. Barely yeah. won that uh, Michelle Waterson Gomez fight. I don't. I think. I think I agreed with that, but I thought it was very close, and it just kind of. She also pulled a nice uh, stun against Random Marcos. That I was just going to say, I'll never forgive her for that. That was some of the most despicable work I've ever seen in my life. Fighting Amanda Ebos. Back. Yeah, like, and it was nowhere near that hard. Then she was like blinking and doing the whole uh, Aljamain Sterling thing. It was just. I'm on your side, Luana. Yeah, I know you always have been, and you—you you ha- it has to be pointed out when uh, we we mentioned Luana Pinheiro. But I like Amanda Hebos here. I just don't know if it's bettable. Yeah, 
I don't trust either. I don't trust her either, for the record. Yeah, how could you? Anytime she gets punched in the face, she gets that wide eye look, and you're like, oh my god, we're done. Looks like she's. Um, and when things you know get bad, they they go they get worse. Uh, Pollyanna Viana literally knocked her out cold, which is crazy. Um, Michelle Marina Rodriguez that went from bad to worse quickly. Macy Barber, same thing. Uh, the Chuk fight, I think that was just a tough fight. But uh, the the Vivi win was good. The Virna Janjaroba win was was fine. I think a lot of people thought she might get subbed, but I think she's just better here. I think she's bigger. She's moving down. She's back down to one fifteen, which is probably good. Um, as long as she can make the weight, I don't, I don't know, but she has a good jab, good kicks. She mixes in takedowns. I think, she, you know, she's probably the better grappler here. The only problem is her chin. Really? She just doesn't like getting punched and, and taking punches. And Luana Pinheiro hits hard, man. She, she swings wild though. So that's my problem. Like she's going to have to really find the perfect shot and I, you know, it could happen, but I just think she's like average all around. You know, she's again, explosive striking, but very early. She's, I think, very early finish or bust. She fades, makes mistakes, and uh, her IQ goes out the window after like a round. You know, she has very uh, powerful move movement. I guess also she's just bad gas tank. So I think, uh, yeah, I I just don't think she's really. You know, that's my girl, but I don't know if her uh, ceiling is that high, honestly. So I'm gonna go Hebas. Probably a decision, but I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm going to bet anything. It's tough to bet her when, when she's this big of a favorite. You know, She's pulled many stunts. Yeah, both of these ladies have pulled some stunts. So I, I don't trust either one. I'm going to stay away. So we will keep it moving. This is the last fight on the main card. I I don't know how. This is on the main card. Yeah, some things seems like they could have moved them around. Uh, but your boy Euros, he's getting, all, he's getting back in there. Euros Medic. Fighting your boy. This this is a guy you've been talking about for a long time. I know he was at your house recently, and you 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 got to meet some of his family. Meek to Beck Orobai is getting in. Is getting, how are you like just it. gonna let me say all that nonsense? <laughs> I was just gonna keep, I was just gonna keep going, saying you're the godfather of his child and all this different shit. But Meek to Beck Meek to Beck. He's getting in there, bro. He is a favorite in this fight. Minus 140 to a plus 125 for Euros Medic. Ty, do we know anything about this gentleman other than the fact that he's fighting Euros Medic, who we have both said on multiple occasions is a fraud. And he, I believe he's an Alaskan gentleman, right? He, or at least fights out yeah. of Alaska. So he that was, is a red uh... flag immediately. <laughs> But his only loss is to Jalen Turner, who is pretty good. So he looked good his last fight against Semmelsberger. He did. He uh, really did. When he when he moved up, right? He's at his natural uh, one seventy. Yes. Yeah. So I don't really know much about Mister Orobai. Um, the only thing I really have written down here is um, he's got decent striking with power. Seems like a solid grappler. It's just a short notice fight. Like he seems like he has some skills, but. I just don't know. I haven't honestly watched any of his LFA fights, and they're against the only fighter I recognize on his uh, strength of schedule on his resume is Jalen Fuller, and um, Jalen Fuller's not even that good. He fought Trey Waters. He fought a couple other guys. He's seven um, four now. Yeah, he's an LFA regional scene mid fighter is what he is. But he went the distance with him, so maybe maybe this guy's not that great. Maybe he has a bad gas tank. I don't know. I also don't know about Euros Medich, Medich, the doctor. 
I thought he was a bum. And then, you know, his last two fights have been pretty good, especially moving up against Semmelsberger. I bet on Semmelsberger like a big idiot. Uh, so, yeah, I think Medici looked good. Um, I don't think – I think Medici's grappling is getting better, but that's obviously his weak his weak point. So I think if there's any grappling exchange here, Orobai probably has the advantage. But, yeah, I think Medici has really good, powerful striking, good light kicks. I think he's probably going to – I don't know. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay away from this. I would take Medich, but I'm not really. Uh, I'm not into backing Alaskan fighters. You know what I mean? Yeah, and his only loss was in 2020. Lost a decision to some man named Satuyev, who that guy's probably good though. You know, you know he's 13 he and 0 right now. So maybe it's... they gave the decision to him because he's you know that's an ACA, which is uh, Kadyrov's organization. Well, those so, guys are killers too. Let's yeah, <sighs> but I wouldn't be surprised. You know. If the fight just they gave it to the Russian fellow because you know the judge has a family and doesn't want to lose it, so <laughs> well, it's got you got to factor that in when you're uh, when you're judging <laughs> over there. So uh, I don't want I don't like anything on this fight, so I'm staying away from this as well. And we will keep it moving. This is the prelims. Now we have JSP Jonathan Pierce fighting Joe Anderson Brito. Joe Anderson Brito is a underdog, a plus 105, 114 underdog. To a, I mean, minus 125, 130. It's enough for JSP. Ty, are we going to let Joe Anderson Brito go to war by himself? Or are we going to get into the foxhole with Tuboro uh, and absolutely uh. lay some hammers down? Because this guy, every time we – I mean, we, we've seen him lose – but the way this man was built when we first saw him fight was like, okay, yep, never going to let this guy, you know, like, he is jacked. He is on every supplement that Brazil has to offer. That's why nobody's really been tested allegedly. hot recently is because he has everything inside his blood, allegedly. So, Ty, I ask you, are we going to bet Joe Anderson Brito here against JSP, Jonathan Pierce? Um, I think we are. Now, the only thing is, what do we bet? Do we bet just his money line that maybe he ekes out the decision? Maybe he has him, maybe he knocks down JSP and has him close to finishing, but let's get him off the hook. And then they go to a third round where he loses, right? Maybe, maybe they does go the distance. Because I think JSP he has been finished a couple times, but it's been a while. I mean, Joe Lozon, that was bad when he ground and pounded him like a minute in. <laughs> I know it was a couple years ago, but bro. Uh, you know, he was so holded by Quentin Culpepper. <laughs> Dante Culpepper <laughs> finished no. JSP. Oh, and I know you were waiting for that. <laughs> um, yo. <laughs> nah, yo, I just the the vision I just got in my head of Joe Lozon pounding this guy out. No n- pause, but yeah, it's just not good, not good. So can't let that happen. And um, if you ever saw the how it went down, you'd be even more uh, <laughs> wary. I, I guess is the word of, of betting it. But I, you know, he's been hot since then. I just, um, I'm actually, oh man, I just went back and I'm looking at this gif, a long extended gif, and yeah, Joe Lozon dogged him. Oh my God, dogged him bad. <coughs> bad news, he knocked him down quick. Yeah, I mean, Joe Anderson Brito, explosive, especially early, he's very explosive. I remember he got controlled by Bill Algio kind of easily, Algio kind of easily, but we like Bill. We like, uh, what's his nickname? Who? Bill Algio. Uh, isn't he uh, Senor Perfecto? Um, yeah, we love we love that. I think sub attempts will also be here for Brito. I think he's going to beat him up on the feet, man. I really think, you know, when we see J- JSP at um, JSP at Pierce, I was going to say when we see JSP at distance, 
I think we see him get touched up and cracked a lot, man. Just, he just kind of like invites it. Uh, Christian Rodriguez was, was, was kind of getting away with that. Uh, he, he was able to take him down, almost got a couple subs. That fight was crazy. Um, even Omar Morales was, was, was touching him up. Kai Kamaka was touching him up. Again, we saw what Joe Lozon, you know, just fucking just demolished him. Again, I know that I guess those, his most recent fights haven't gone down that way, but look at his most recent fights. Makwan Amirkani is not going to offer anything on the feet. And Darren Elkins, you know, he will against somebody who's on his level, but he's old and uh, decrepit at this point. So I just think Pierce is like a takedown Matt return guy. You know, I think that's probably what he is, what he's going to do. Uh, hittable, got good cardio, pace, wrestling. They might be, that might, that might be, that, that kind of combination might be the X factor here. But here's an also uh, a good thing to know about this fight. He tore his ACL like six months ago, JSP. So combining everything that we know and everything we like about both guys, give me Joe Anderson Brito. I would not be surprised if he polished him off early. I think, like I said, I think he's going to crack him on the feet and then JSP might shoot. Boom, guillotine. Joe Anderson Brito has guillotines. He put, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Diego Lopez. He had him, I think, in a in a, in a guillotine at one point. Um, so yeah, give me uh, give me Joe Anderson Brito, and uh, I'll have, I'll see what you what you like prop wise, and maybe we can double down or or something. Yeah, I, I would like to double down, but I think it's just the money line itself is worth it. I think it's the plus one ten. Anytime you can get an underdog, that's what I'm learning. I have to stop betting the inside the distance every five seconds because that seems like it's been yeah. killing me recently. So sure. I, I, if I can get an underdog money line at, at plus 110, something like that, even if it's just a little bit of a hit, I think we got to take it. And I think I think Brito does get him out of here, though. So I think I am going to be with you. I don't want to be a coward. Uh, he's going to fit. If he wins, I just, <laughs> I just watched the replay of Joe Lozon putting him to sleep. And he hits him right away to begin the fight, and you see his yeah. legs just buckle, and you're like, "Oh yeah, like, my god!" Yeah, I, I think Brito's going to do some bad things. So I just don't know how he's going to finish him. So um, inside the distance is plus one sixty-five. Yeah. So I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think we're we're going to double down here, and it's always good to have a double dip. Plus one sixty-five inside the distance for both of us. And we keep it moving. It's going to be a great hit, or it's going to be a real sad day when this. Last time we double dipped, the guy got sick before the fight. So that was good. Yeah. How about Chad and Hellinger? This is uh, a guy who you love as well. This is another guy who you've said is going to be the next GSP, not JSP, the next GSP. He's fighting Jose Johnson. I can't believe that they're like. Why are these two fighting each other? I don't know. Does the UFC know? Uh... No, they don't know either. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows. I don't even think the fighters know. I don't Somebody has to tell them. Do they even have odds for this? That's what I'm wondering. Because uh, <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. Ann Hellinger is the underdog at plus one seventy one sixty five to Jose Johnson's minus two hundred five. Now, Ty, explain that to me, please, because I know oh. I, I know Chad stinks. I know that. <laughs> I know that's what you're going to tell me, but. And he's 36. So does Jose Johnson, who, Lobo Solitario, who Great has has a red flag. You know, the fact that he just got uh, absolutely – oh, uh, you know what? He absolutely got eviscerated. That's right. He, he, he didn't got really twister. get eviscerated. He got twistered. <laughs> you can't get twistered in an MMA fight. <laughs> I will say it was a guy who has twisters. In his I guess I can't hate that much. I'm um, sorry. And I don't think Jose Johnson is uh, good at untwisting. 
I guess, if you will, or detwistify. I wouldn't but, be either. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm all twisted. My, my brain has not been able to untwist itself ever. So I will tell you this. Chad, Angel, Chad, Chad and Helliger, um, oh I believe, gosh. is coming off of a layoff, a nice layoff. And I think he had a, uh, a shoulder issue. Let's see if he had – did he have a surgery? Let's He's see. If fought had, last September. Had, yeah. If he had surgery, that's an instant fade. Shoulder surgery, instant fade. Um, yeah, I guess he heard it. Did he hurt against Jesse Strader? Do you remember the Jesse Strader fight? Broken nose and shoulder issues. New gym, changes in camp. Yeah, that's a lot to go on. That's a lot to you know have happen. Uh, also, he's almost thirty-seven. So, give me uh, what's what's what are the odds here? Jose Johnson is a minus two ten favorite. Oh, Jesus Christ! That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm staying take far. The distance? I'm staying far away from this, but I will tell you no, inside the distance the, is plus one fifty. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fifteen and eight Jose Johnson. I think we're getting back uh, in the winning column here. Um, let's see, what does he have? Yeah, I think we're going to get inside the distance. Uh, give me Jose Johnson inside the distance. We're getting right here, baby. We're getting right. We're getting back in our ways. It could be a triangle, like he triangled against uh, Mo Miller. Remember that fight? Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> Or he could knee him to death like he did to Pipe Vargas. You remember Pipe Vargas? That's our boy. <laughs> yeah. I actually can't forget Pipe Vargas because that's the craziest name <laughs> I've ever Better heard. Better he beat Saeed Yukub. So he's good in my book, Mr. Pipe. Um, he, is, he is on a three-fight losing streak, so maybe the pipe has been put down. Um, well, yeah, you know who else put I, the pipe down recently? That's Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers with Snoop Dogg at this time. Uh, so yeah, listen, I am writing down some of the bets that I just met, that I missed over the last couple of ones. But he has Johnson inside the distance plus one fifty. I do not. Let me clarify. Let's that. go. I don't. So this is the spot. He, Ty's telling you this is his max mega whale play of the day, which is Jose Johnson. <laughs> I think he's much bigger, much longer, better striker, especially at distance, and he's got some submissions to his game. So. Listen, I'm fa- anybody that gets shoulder surgery and fights again, fading. Absolute. That's one of the mega whale fade, fade. Um, what do you want to call it? Trends, right? This is our, the, the mega whale trend, if you will. The shoulder surgery, instant fade. We just saw it with Yuri. So I'm just saying. Well, we have six fights left to talk about, so we better start <laughs> picking up the pace. We got Christian Leroy Duncan getting back in there after I believe he just. Didn't he just lose? Yeah, yeah to Armin Petrosian, which we which are both we, we both like Armin Petrosian. I think I had Leroy Duncan to be honest, but which I had, yeah, which you had for sure. He's fighting Dennis Tulin, so this is an ultimate get right fight if you ever <laughs> could have one. When they put Tulin in there, I'll never forget when my boy uh, shout out to my the my picks guy uh, PRV. He's out there. He he made a uh, pick last week. He had. Uh, Dern money line, <laughs> which he hammered and got cooked. But I That's remember good. he had Dennis Tulin against, I think, Jung Young Park. And I was like, dude, bad bet. Bad, bad, bad bet. I'm telling you. I'm like, he's like, well, this is what the Sharp had. I'm like, the Sharp is a fucking moron, dude. The do Sharp not, is Jamie Pickett. Yeah, do, Don't do it. Do not bet it. And he was like, all right, well, yeah, you found out what happened. He got cooked. So Yeah. Uh, also, I had Gregor Rodriguez by sub, and he decided to elbow – Dennis Tolul in the back of his head into uh, dirt, pretty much. So, 
Yeah, we didn't get that. Uh, we didn't get that sub. I was watching that in an Uber, and my Uber driver was like, "Why are, are you all right back there?" I'm like, "No, I'm not." But keep fucking driving, bud. Yeah. Two stars. I was uh, in an no, Uber last week where the guy was sitting at a red light for 30 seconds, and I told the guy, "Yo, man, listen, <laughs> wouldn't hold it against you if you ran this shit." And he looked r- back and just ran that shit, bro. As soon as I said that, I was like, "Thank God." I think he's like worried I was gonna like report him or something like that. He's like, "Nope." I got yeah, it. Push dude. it, bro. Yeah. Push it, CJ. Like, do hey, honestly, bro, do your thing. You know, if you don't want to go, that's Look, fine by break me. Some laws. I don't but, care. but if you want to break this law, I am with you on this. <laughs> so be wild to get there's like no odds for this over. fight. I don't know why. Was this Dennis a late Saloon. was this a late kind of uh replacement fight or am I just a moron? It appears it appears uh Putin has called for Tululin to come back to Russia. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Tululin is um, a plus four ten underdog to a minus five fifty five hundred for Christian Leroy Duncan. So, the, I believe the last time Mr. Duncan won, Mr. Dusko Todorovic snapped his knee in half. Right, so oh boy, that was the only time he's won in the UFC. I don't know if we've seen Mr. CLD. I remember one time you said his nickname should be CDL because that's what he's gonna have to get after his career. <laughs> no, over. I did not. So I, you know, I, I remember you said that. Um, he has a win over Will Curry. Two wins over Will Curry. That's our boy. Throw um, kicks, Modestus. Who got a good win last weekend over we Walston Henrique. We love Will Curry. Curry. <laughs> I do, dude. Get him in the UFC. I need to see him scream more. Um, yeah. What are we talking about? No. Um, does Christian Leroy Duncan only has one sub? I was going to say he's going to sub Tolulin because Tolulin just, you know, as soon as he gets mounted, and pound it, he just taps. He just starts tapping. They, we, we, he's like what we to call insta-tap. Um, but I don't know what's going to happen here. I'm just going to skip this fight, so how about that? I would bet TKO have, at whatever number I can get to that. So I have written down Tolulin, short notice with zero cardio, comma, LOL. So <laughs> that's what. So there you go. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Uh yeah I I there's no, I can't find it anywhere I don't know what the TKO number is so if <laughs> you can is, get this it must not be a real fight then yeah it's probably not even happening I probably got canceled and I don't yeah. even know about I it, think so. TKO is good because he's a pretty good flashy striker from what we think <laughs> so we got Mick Parkin I know you were saying Mick Parkin is overrated and a fraud I did not say that <laughs> I would uh, love to know who rates him uh, he uh, fought yeah. Jamal Pogues last week. Uh, or last week. Last, last time out, that would have been fun. I was going to say, my God, quick turnaround. <laughs> Holy shit. He's fighting Caio Machado. I don't know who Caio Machado is. He, I, did he fight on the uh, oh, the contender? I will tell you. He fought, yeah, he fought Kevin Slaflarski oh the same God. night. The same night that uh, Peyton Talbot fought Reyes Cortez. Also, Kevin Borjas fought uh, Victor Diaz. Uh, our boy Tom Nolan put that dude Bogdan Grad to sleep. I think oh, that's right. That. that was bad. Poor Bogdan, you know. Uh, Cesar Almeida also won a fight and got a contract. Oh, Everyone's Borja won that night. That's right. Yeah, but Machado Slafarski Zaflarski was this Polish dude who was supposed to be. A, I think he was a. I think he was a big favorite. Let's look at the odds. Yes. Yeah, no, not big favorite. He's a slight head. favorite. Yeah, square-ass performance. That fight was bad. Like, so boring. But Caio Machado, I guess, won. And they're like, since you won the fight, you automatically get a contract. Mick Parkin, uh, you know, I don't think this guy's really good, but he's 1-0 in the UFC. Uh, he beat Jamal Pogues, who's a name. He outboxed Jamal Pogues after he outgrappled that uh, Nevis absolute stiff, Eduardo Nevis. Um, yeah. It looks like he has a win over a guy named Ashley, so he beat, up, he beat a woman. Oh, come on. So that that's what Mick Parkin's doing. 
Yeah. No, I don't. I, I have no idea. I mean, the, neither of these guys are good. Neither of these guys are going to win more than two UFC fights, I think. Um, yeah, Mick Parkin won. Uh, he won the third round in his first fight that went to, to a decision, at least. So I guess maybe he's not that bad. He's just not that good. Uh, but the, the guy with Machado, uh, he was on the Canadian regional scene. That's a red flag. Uh, he was tired <laughs> after the. He was tired after the first round. Red flag. Um, yeah, yeah, and he still won. That was the craziest part. So Kevin Slavarski, how bad is Kevin Slavarski? Um, <laughs> yeah, pass. Uh, give me Mick Parkin inside the distance plus one hundred. Sure. Uh, Lucas Alexander, who this is the guy you were talking about earlier, who lost to Joe Anderson Brito. He got rear naked choked. He just, I think he retired Stephen Ocho Peterson as well. So uh, that, that's an honor, truly an honor. He has a win against Jacob Kilburn as well, which that doesn't mean much. But he's fighting Jekka Saragi. Is that how you uh, see? Ten, <laughs> ten, huh? Tendagon Mount. So uh, I can't wait to hear Bruce oh, Buffer say nickname. that nickname. Yeah, that's I can't. gonna be brutal. He's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's just. He's gonna be. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, he destroyed Angel Jubilee, or he lost. He got. Say, he got destroyed. He got, smoke, he got smoked bad. Oh okay. And you. You know how we feel about Anshel Jubilee right now. Yeah, I, I have never been a bigger hater than Anshel Jubilee. You mocked, I, threw stones at me, laughed at me, spit in my face when I said Mike Breeden inside the distance. And he didn't and even get a contract. <laughs> That's a disgrace. But Lucas Alexander, he what is the odds on this fucking slop fest? We have minus 550 for Lucas Alexander <laughs> to Saragis plus 400. <laughs> What you, you can't you can't finish Ocho Peterson now you're minus five fifty yeah all right uh, I think Alexander's like got like <laughs> I'm good I don't even need to talk about that I'm good <laughs> I'm good killer be kill style he's not technical I think they're just gonna be a like a, a gra- um crap uh, a striking fest neither guy wants to grapple and both guys hit hard so uh, the problem is I think Jack Jack stinks I mean he was on uh, road to the UFC and he lost. On his road to the UFC. Actually, I guess he didn't lose on his road to the UFC, but he lost. He lost to a guy named Anga. That's just his name. A N G G A. Anga. Well, there's one letter. There's one letter missing from that that really could be an issue. <laughs> However, the hitman beat him, and he's. A, I don't know. He's pretty good. He just lost last week, though. So he's fighting tough, at tough. one Pride MMA. So that's. One pride, I mean, yeah, whatever Anger. that means against Ronald <laughs> Mastrana Shahan. Do yeah. not add that other letter. Look at, the, <laughs> look at the guy's picture that he lost in his last fight. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think Jekka Saragi is not good. I'm sorry. I, I watched him <laughs> in Anshel Jubilee. I'm like, I'm fading both these guys in their next fight. And they both got a next fight, so... Lucas Alexander is going to kill this guy, uh, and that's pretty much where I am. So give me Lucas Alexander who missed weight. When you miss weight, you don't lose. Is, is pretty much the algorithm. What is inside uh, it's the like distance 78%. here? Minus one. Can you find odds on this? Uh, this card might not exist. I don't know. I'm staying away from that. So do you want Alexander uh, inside on. the distance? Well, I guess it depends what it is. Minus one thirty-five. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah, this is, I'll take it. All right, <laughs> love it. I love it. So I'll let you lead the the charge here. This is one of your girls, Lucy Pudilova, oh, yeah. not her, Eileen Perez, oh, no, who all of a sudden starts twerking her cakes whenever she gets the chance. The second she that, walks in the octagon, so yeah. that uh, thing is swinging for sure. But yeah, I guess, I'll say Lucy. Pu- 
<laughs> Lucy Pudilova is my girl. I fuck with Lucy Pudilova. She finished Yanan Wu. We had her that night. Um, and she lost to Jocelyn Edwards in an absolute robbery of a decision. The problem is nobody gave a fuck because Jocelyn Edwards, you know, the fight sucked and both the fighters sucked. So everyone's like, ah, oh, you know, who cares? She absolutely got robbed. So this is her second go around in the UFC. She somehow lost the decision to, to uh, Talita Bernardo, to Talita Bernardo in Octagon with a K. Um, so that's crazy. She, I guess she got held down by her, which is wild. So if Eileen Perez wants to, you know, do what she does, which is wrestle, grapple, keep a good pace. Um, that it, it seems like they just play into each other's games, you know. Uh, and I don't think Lucy Pudilova has really good boxing. Like she has like the ugly boxing to initiate a clinch, and I guess she tries to get you down. But when you get her down, it's pretty easy. So I think she's kind of just going to play into Eileen Perez's game. Eileen Perez is stronger. I don't know if she's much bigger, but she's definitely stronger. I mean, she's got a good, uh, a good phys- physical lower body. You will. Um, I don't know if this is pants around the ankle. Maybe the shins or the knees, right? Because Eileen <laughs> Perez is definitely, you know, we're, we're there. I'll be uh, watching no, with I'm, my pants all the way buckled up. So, <laughs> let me, let me do you have a belt? Out. Do you have a belt on? Well, yeah, yeah, yes. The belt will be on. <laughs> we're taking that belt off, folks. I got Eileen Perez here. Um, yeah, no bet though, because I think it's probably going to the distance. But I think, yeah. I'm looking at the gentleman that Christian Leroy Duncan was supposed to fight, <laughs> Cesar Almeida, who's 35 years old, and he has a stone-cold vest on right now, and he's absolutely jacked. So, wish that fight would have happened. Let me just he's say that. He's a kickboxer, that. I think. He fought Pereira. He beat Pereira. Holy shit. All right, so there you go. I'm staying yeah, away from this. I don't even know. We, uh, do you want anything here? I don't. Even, I didn't even. Um, I was tuned I out. Want, and I couldn't I believe how Eileen jacked Perez. this guy was. Uh, um, Eileen Perez is minus one eighty, one seventy five. Do you want a inside the distance, which I can get for I you? I just want her. At, well, okay, all right. So we're gonna keep it moving. <laughs> uh, we got <laughs> Nicholas Mota versus Trey Ogden. Trey, Let's go. The, the Samurai Ghost. Trey Ogden. Sure. He. With a great win against Daniel Zellhuber, I'll get I will give him that. But he has lost to Jordan Levitt and Ignacio Bahamondes, so that doesn't exactly look great on the on the record. But Thomas Gifford also that remember that dude Thomas he, Gifford guillotined him twice. Thomas Gifford, oh my god, do you remember Thomas he Gifford? Long, he, he got a young um, lion. Oh boy, I do remember he, him. He got absolutely eviscerated by uh, Mike Davis and Roosevelt Roberts. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I guess whoever Cliff Wright is also uh, set him packing. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a generic ass name, but it is. It probably like, there's a lot of generic names going on. But yeah, uh, what do we like here? I don't think we like anything. Uh, Nicholas Moda has been knocked out pretty, pretty much. You don't even have the if you have like just the slightest touch of a finger. I think Nicholas Moda might go down. Come on, man. Um, dude, Jim Miller knocked him out, and he didn't knock him out. He fucking shelly walked through him like he was nothing. He looked like fucking Mayweather. Robert Hale beat him into oblivion. Uh, Antonio, Antonio Carlos Ribeiro, I believe. Uh, that is not who I thought it was. Never mind. Um, he, he smoked him. Uh, Manuel Torres hit him with a elbow. That was crazy. Yep. Um, his only win, <laughs> Cameron Van Kemp, who, you know, he's uh, – w- what's he up to these days? I think he's just BKFC he's, recently. Yeah. Right. He just got smoked by Jeremy Holloway. So, I, you know, things aren't going right for him. He is the worst chin, worse chin uh, than Moda. But Trey Ogden in all his fights is zero knockouts. Not one. So, um, 
yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, there's really nothing to <laughs> bet here, honestly. It's maybe Moda. Moda Moda's, KO, Moda's a favorite. What he does, he's minus one thirty yeah. to a plus one fourteen, one ten to Trey Ogden. So I'm staying far away from that. I want. <laughs> I'm not, I'm trying to be smart here. I want nothing to do with half of the shit that's on the bottom of this card. Yeah, so. I don't think. Uh, I think I'm good. Charles Johnson, uh, Rafael Estevam. Rafael Estevam looks like a character from a movie of some sort. How how big are these guys? One twenty fivers? I believe he was in a movie. Well, he, he, I, I would. I, the I'd Contender hope so. Series twenty twenty two. He missed movie. weight. Um, yes, that's great. If he's Brazilian. There's a good chance he missed weight. That's true. Um, he's the favorite. Yeah, he also almost missed weight against. I think he did miss weight, and that's what forced the cancellation of his uh, Zalgas Zumagula fight. So I think that might maybe it's an issue for him to make one twenty five. I don't know. Who am I? Right. Um, but I will say in this fight on the contender series against Joao Felix or Joao, I'm sorry, Joao Felice, uh, Elias, Jesus Felice, what am I doing? What am I reading? J- Joao Elias, um, he didn't look okay. good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a struggle getting in this card, dude. It's been a, it's been a struggle. There's 500 fights for some reason. Uh, he did not look good against Elias Esteban. I'll say. Uh, you know, he ended up getting him out of there. But uh, Elias just goes 100 miles per hour within the first two minutes, kind of like Terrence McKinney. So he was gassed by the first round, went to the second round, and uh, ground and pounded him pretty well. But he's been knocked out before. Fought Bruno Correa to a draw. That's not good. If you if you can't beat Bruno Correa, you know what are you doing with yourself? But um, yeah, I uh, what's the what do we got Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson's a plus one thirty favorite to Estevam's yeah. minus one fifty five. This is this is the easiest play of the, of the of the of the year, possibly. Give me Charles Johnson money line. I think he's going to get this oh done God. pretty easily. Um, honestly, I think he's going to smoke this guy. Oh uh, he's going to get some takedowns. He he might get taken down himself. He loves getting taken down, but I think he's going to work his way up, <clears throat> outstrike him on the feet. Um, Estevam has a black belt. But his power, and he has power on the feet, but he is messy. Uh, his, his gas tank's weak. His ground game is really good. But, yeah, I got Charles Johnson here. Charles Johnson, money line plus 130. I have nothing again. I can't lie to you people. <laughs> uh, I, I like Estevam here, but I, I don't want to bet him. So, Ty, I think we've made history here. This is the first time in podcast history I think I have less plays than you. I you, love it. This is the first time you have more plays. You have seven plays. I have six. It's the first time I'm probably under ten in the history of this yeah. podcast. So, I think you need to hop on board. I'm not hopping on anything. <laughs> so I'm staying right the fuck where I'm at, and I'll barely bet any of this any of this card because I really think I really do like Allen TKO, and I like Levitt Moneyline at plus one seventy five, and I like Brito. Those are like the three that I really like. Other than that. I'm gonna bet it, but I'm not. I I can't right in good conscience give it out to you people. Come on, no, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I mean, I, I I like Trey Ogden. Like I like all these guys who are gonna get cooked. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna watch Nicholas Moda put Trey Ogden into into an ambulance. It's not it's not gonna yeah. happen. And I'm gonna lose money uh, on that. Fuck out of here. I will. I'll be there no matter what. So I will be there no matter what. Shout out to Mbappe. But how about that is. The Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast brought to you by the Hot Take Hot Box. That is UFC Vegas 82. Hope you all enjoy it wherever you do enjoy it. And watch the entire fight and do not miss all the fights and do not miss any 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 single 
punch or action or any sort of violence. Or twerk. There's been a lot of twerking. There will be twerking. Jordan Levitt, me. Me at my, in my crib. So there you go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. My name is Matt McSweeney. I'm Tiger Pone. And as always, folks, remember, do not fly spirit.